0: Yeah I think I I embrace you in, in some in some way I embrace the, the I embrace your your energy
1: And that's
0: awesome man
2: Stop.
3: hey everybody what's going on you're listening to the moron Bros show here at realpunkradio.com my name is keegan i'm cj and we are the moron bros every single week we are bringing you the firest the dopest the littest music from across the internet and more we have CJ a band called Anal Thunder tonight. Anal Thunder. That is so lit. Yeah. I, I I heard CJ in earnest go, let's fucking go. <laughs> that was found, right. Oh, that was a different band. That was, was the that uh, was Pizza Tramp. Yeah. Pizza Tramp. And we'll be playing them also a little bit later. Along so with sure... Anal Thunder, uh, much later. Yeah, so make sure you're hanging out with us for the rest of the show. Uh it's Tuesday. We are back like we always are sometimes. Uh, Hey, two in a row. Two in a row. Let's see if we can keep this streak alive. What's up, CJ?
4: Just hanging out. Uh, This will probably be the the last podcast we record in my corner kitchen here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Move up to the spare bedroom.
3: Get the studio rolling.
4: You can see us more on Twitch with uh, less naked people in the background.
3: It would be great. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, we might even do some in-person recording. You never know. how this shit goes um but yeah we're back it would be fun to get uh matt and jared to my house oh man to actually do a moron bros like in studio with them oh god that would we should hit them up we should we should the first time
4: we get back in studio together and in the original studio too yeah they should do
3: we should do uh a Weird time moron bros, so like we record all the all the like this what we're doing right now, the VOs. Yeah. And then in between the VOs we're recording a weird time recorded. Okay. Yeah. Because we like we're just gonna chill anyways in between and we'll talk yeah. about music and blah 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 blah. I like that idea. But anyway.
4: Yeah, I've been trying to figure out a way where we could do it where it's like we do our thing on our end and they do our thing on their end and it's like I don't want to get them in those kind of legal battles.
3: <laughs> I was gonna say, and also walking them through this stuff, it would require you probably being there in person. They are so bad with technology. I think I don't know, dude. I
4: don't believe those guys when they say they're bad at something or they're gonna do something.
3: You th- said what? A, I think it's all it's all a bit. You think it's a bit now? Not on Jared's end, at least. Okay. You think that Jared is smarter than he lets on, and that yeah, Matt perhaps the opposite. Uh, no, I think Matt lets on exactly how smart he is. <laughs> ah, okay, for which sure.
4: Which isn't completely stupid, but... No,
3: absolutely not. I would not want to insult Matt. I think Jared's... I see you, Jared. Jared's a lot smarter than he seems.
4: Yeah. Talking shit on that, that last podcast about how we, we didn't soapbox race him. Dude, you know, I that. feel
3: like they didn't at all put any effort into making soapbox racing happen, and in fact only gave us reasons why they couldn't. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I feel I feel like, and I know Jared was probably a little drunk, but I feel like he was trying to restart that beef, and I don't think they want the smoke.
4: Uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, we, we know where Matt puts his dead bodies now.
3: That's true, underneath his patio. Yep. If you haven't checked out the episode of A Weird Time recorded that we did just to about a month ago now. Uh, go and check that out at A Weird Time Recorded. Uh, love those guys. Anyway, the first thing we do every single week here at The Moron Bros after we talk about A Weird Time Recorded is our week in review. Now, uh, this doesn't necessarily have to be a week, uh, a song that makes like, describes your week. It can just be a song you were jamming to all week. CJ, what do you got this week?
4: Uh, i been listening to a lot
3: of slackers.
4: Okay. <clears throat> uh, cause it's the slackers and it's just like, right. You're a better person for doing it. Plus we found out that Chris Murray and, uh, Vic Ruggiero will be in town
3: here very soon. I believe this Friday. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to the Reggie show, uh, to see Vic Ruggiero and Chris Murray, uh, perhaps you will get to see the Moron Bros. So, uh, yeah, definitely go check it out. As long as it's not sold out, I, I will be there. <clears throat> Yeah, same, 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 hard, hard, same,
4: I'm going um, with um, the, the slackers, international war criminals. It's just, it's been a, a long week of conversations and stuff.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, the slackers also have been in heavy rotation in my playlist for the last week. This is totally independent of CJ, uh, but I'm going with, uh, how it feels, by the slackers this song was on while i was mowing my lawn this weekend and it's been stuck in my head ever since
4: yeah it's been a crazy week for me i've i know i've known about news that's happening before keegan yeah like probably three different occasions and i was like this feels wrong
3: wait what do you mean (laughs) like i uh uh
4: just like a bit you know i've been talking to uh that's more on the heavy on the political stuff stays on top Oh, oh okay So, um, we've been talking a lot of politics, Mm. which, you know, uh, here at the Moron Bros, my view on politics is, uh, burn it to the ground. Yeah. In, uh, what's that game called? Hobo Tough Life. In Hobo Tough Life uh so yeah we got the slackers coming up with how it feels off of great rock Daddy swindle after that international war criminal off of peculiar you're listening to more bro show here realpunkradio.com
3: let's check it out
2: In the old books that their Cold War bought me They said like dominoes this whole wide world could Just fall to pieces like they wish that old Middle East would But international war criminals Information is minimal Weapons of destruction. They are gasoline and petroleum. And are you sticking around to see what happens? And are you sticking around to see what happens? I heard they found one in a hole, man. White lies crawling on its brown skin. But ain't it shameful just being human? No, it's old as original sin, that wildlife's always creeping in. An international war criminals situation. Typical weapons of destruction, they're just gasoline and petroleum. And are you sticking around and see what happens? Or will they stick around and see what happens? National Rules of War, they get spoken When it suits someone to have them broken It's funny how they'll go on And define terror as killing and exploding things Force your own agenda But international war criminal situation is critical weapons of destruction, they are gasoline and petroleum. And are you sticking around to see what happens? And are you sticking around to see what happens? And will they stick around to see what happens? The international raw criminals, the international. War criminals. Criminal. The information, oh, it's minimal. War, criminal. International war criminals.
3: international war criminal uh despite what you might think that is not your twofer you still have a twofer coming up later in the episode uh as well as uh uh, hansen don't forget we got our death pool coming up uh so stick around make sure you're here with us the moron bros we're here every single tuesday so Uh, are we just gonna jump straight into it yeah all right, uh, we uh, host a radio show, and somehow we started listening to music. This segment is our music history. Uh, CJ, we, it's been a while. It's been a yeah. while. Uh, actually, ironically, that's probably around, what we're talking about today is probably around the time that song came out. Yeah, um, probably. Yeah, we're, like, we're, go- we're at the age range of 11 and 12. To get here, we've gone through seventh grade. To really give you, because
4: I when I see the age, it means nothing to me. I got to remember
3: like what grade I was in, and then I'm like, all right, it's all coming back to me. Um, so this is like, what? Like we've gone through Garth Brooks, we've gone through No Doubt, we went through uh, Megadeth, we've gone through Judas Priest. Um, but here we are at eleven to twelve, sixth to seventh um, grade. I'm right back to Megadeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen Megadeth live
4: sixth grade uh, at the Star Plaza. Okay, first, like this was like when we first moved to Indiana.
3: Oh damn.
4: Um, yeah, because sixth grade was my my first year of school here.
3: Is that the uh, signature that you guys had on the Les Paul? Yes. Is Dave Mustaine right? Yeah. Oh, Luckily, that's... it's almost
4: all worn off by now. <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> oh man. Uh but fuck it was uh it was Megadeth and it was uh Iced Earth, which at the time they didn't have Ripper Owen singing, they had a guy that looked exactly like the Undertaker singing
3: yeah that was uh they they he was like a white supremacist or some shit,, right yeah,
4: uh-huh. And then their guitar player got caught up in that whole uh, insurrection thing. You've seen that, right? Oh yeah, he did. They, he got caught on video in a bunch of places and shit.
3: he <laughs> <it> was <laughs> yeah, easily identifiable, did. so they got his ass. <laughs> That's almost as funny as the Kentucky state representative, uh Derek Wilson or some shit, who literally on camera is, is heard yelling very loud. Derek Wilson is in the Capitol. <laughs> so it's like undeniable who that yeah. is. And like he got arrested and like thrown out of office quickly. Check I'm that. like, fuck, dude. I couldn't get elected, but Derek Wilson can be in the Capitol. Motherfuckers. Ugh. Hey man, if it was a different day, uh
4: in the right group of people, you could have been in that Capitol.
3: Oh no, absolutely No, see, here's the thing, right? Is I remember um so a family member of mine, I won't, I won't call them out directly, even tell you who they are, but a family member of mine messaged me. I can assume. No, no, actually you can't because okay. it's, it's somebody who's, who's, uh, I'll tell you after. But okay. they got a hold of me and they were like, "So you're cool with all the, the, the looting and the rioting, but this isn't okay." And I was like, "No, it isn't okay." And they were like, "What?"
4: I thought it was okay, to be honest.
3: Well, and they were like, why? And I said, well, because they're following a, just like a, a pied piper of fucking idiocy. Like, they're following a guy who's literally doing this as a passion project. If they, I told him, I was like, if they were doing this because they were overthrowing the government as a form of like, oh, justice for the people who are unrepresented, yada, yada, yada. But like... It's not that. It's not that at all. It was the posse of a fucking madman. Uh, however you get there, as long as you get there, that's what I say. see. But that's the thing, though, right, CJ? Is that like if it's really uh like a fascist overthrow, it's not. It's not. It's not better. Like that's not I mean, better. I
4: mean, n- nobody's nobody that's gonna
3: try to do that is gonna win. That's bullshit, dude. That's not how it works. Like. But I- like Forgive the Marvel them. Cinematic Universe is not the real world, right? Like like there is no such thing as good guys and bad guys. Like bad guys will just win if like in that situation when they have establishment power behind them. Like look at Saudi Arabia. Like it's literally run by a king. Like if if terrible people get power and they have money, they will do they will be able to Control, like they will have the yeah. control.
4: Well, terrible people are the only people that want power. That's the but issue. That's,
3: yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> that's that's fascists. They're fascists. Like, yeah. I mean essentially they're they're authoritarian. Again, dude, if,
4: if any group of people wants to storm the Capitol, I say, good on you.
3: If did. if yeah, and also if you're doing it for fucking not fascist reasons, right? But like, if you look at the ideological slant of that entire crowd, okay, oh, now terror- we're getting into it.
4: All abhorrent people, they're just like, they they happen to get to the right place at the right time. On, on Right, and that's TV. the
3: problem. And this is the problem with liberals, is it's like, liberals will never get to that point. Like, like they half, half of the Unabomber's manifesto makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah, sort of. Like, there's parts of it that make somewhat... But, like, even the idea of, like, return to Monka, you know, like the... the Sir, that's the, what I'm
4: saying, Half.
3: Yeah, like, I don't know about that. Like, I feel like technology... It's not complete
4: sentences. It's literally just, like, parts of sentences.
3: <laughs>
4: e- I don't even agree with complete sentences. I yeah. just like, think there's, there's there's some things in there where I'm like... I understand
3: what you He was saying. almost on an idea there. Now that we've totally uh, diverged from the point, uh, <laughs> our musical history.
4: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, I was talking about Iced Earth playing... uh They yeah. ripped, by the way. Um. But then we seen Megadeth, and that was fucking awesome, and, uh, I mean, that was that Megadeth shirt I wore
3: for, like, what, two or three years? <laughs> I was gonna say, dude, that thing, like, fell off of you.
4: Yeah. Uh, so I'm going with a, a fun Megadeth cover of their song Symphony of Destruction.
3: Which I'm pretty sure we've played on the show before, like, in the past. Yeah. But, yeah. like, a long time ago, and I, when you played it, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, hell yeah, I remember this, it's so good. Uh, I'm going with, uh, ACDC, uh, around this time, my mother had an old, uh, back in black CD, like not like one of the re-releases that had like the all black, uh, CD. It was gray. Well, no, it was like like it, white it, crinkles in it. And shit. It had like, it was like orange, purple, and white on the CD. It wasn't like an all black CD. Okay. It was like crazy. It was like from the nineties. Like my mom had it from like when like I was a ke- when I was like a baby. <clears throat> so, uh, anywho, I remember finding the CD, putting it in, and just hearing "Back in Black" for the first time, and being like, "Jesus Christ, what is this?" Like, just like. I had I had heard, obviously, like, you know, you've heard throughout my musical history, like, the influences of, like, bands and, like, whatever. But, like, for the most part, everything I was listening to was very mainstream. Uh, it was very, and even ACDC, obviously, is mainstream. But, like, pop, you know what I mean? To hear, like, rock and roll and then to have a whole CD of it. Like, usually it was always, like, what I saw on TV or what I heard on the radio. To have, like, a whole CD. I was like, okay, this we had a, lot, I had a We had a lot of CDs in my household. Yeah, see, my parents they played music, but I really wasn't into it. Like, they, my dad played like a lot of LL Cool J when I was a kid. I remember LL Cool J I, being I was cool. into it. Yeah, we had I had like and like and like, like all the he had a buddy that died who
4: was into uh, weird music like me, so nice. he had left all CDs to my dad. So like, yeah, we had like you know MC Hammer and Run DMC and fucking.
3: My dad uh, was like really into eighties hip hop, like really into eighties hip hop. Good. I mean, yeah, I mean, shit, it was cool. Like, And they're like, like, like corny Will Smith rap, too. Like, parents yeah. just don't understand. Like, that shit, too. I don't, though, dude. They don't. Parents just don't understand. It's true. Really but, don't. but yeah, that, I remember that stuff being, that was really funny. But anyway, yeah, so like, when I heard ACDC, I was like, these guys fucking rip guitar solo, like the wailing guitar solos and shit. And obviously, you listen to ACDC and then you start listening to everything else. But I always remember that ACDC CD uh, as just being. Very pivotal. There I was one say, other ACDC, the actual Beatles of music. Yeah, <laughs> there was one other. Uh, there was one other band that I also had a CD of, but I'm saving those ones for next week. So you got to come back and you can figure out the last part of my eleven and twelve year old stage uh, before we jump into thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, which is just going to be months, weeks, and weeks. We're gonna yeah, just we're gonna be doing that for the rest of the year probably. Yeah. Um, but that is. Our musical history for this week, I found, or we found, a uh, really sick cover of Back in Black. Sunshiners. By the Sunshiners. Bringing a, really, whole, a whole new meaning to the song. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, so we got two sick reggae covers coming up. Symphony of Destruction by
0: Megadeth uh, and
3: yeah. Sunshine with Back in Black. You're listening to The Moron Bro Show here at realpunkradio.com. Let's check it out.
5: So if you look at me now. I'm just to my I'll try to.
4: The Sunshiners back in black, Megadeth before
3: that, with some Symphony of Destruction, Irie. I tried to uh, catch CJ on the back foot on that last one, but he he nailed it. I was actually
4: prepared to uh, correct your mistake on the, the band thing, so yeah. I was attentive, because I was like, All right, I'm going to squeeze in here and correct that,
3: but then... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, the Sunshiners, they fucking rule. They did their, the music video for that one, like, in front of a whole, like, village, too. I was like, okay, well, that's, yeah. that's, that's the way to do it. Um, so it's that time of week, everybody. It's time for everybody's favorite segment. It's time for Mbop to the Top, an unauthorized biography of the band Hanson by Joe Matthews. CJ, we're on page 32. Thirty-two, poof. Thirty-two Jeez. pages into this book, this is thirty-two more pages than I thought we would get into this book. Uh, I'm happy we did. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. do not, do not no, miss I mean, Dude, we're at
4: the, we're at the point now where like the bind's starting to split a little bit.
3: Right, we're we're uh, cracking it so much. Yeah, yeah, we're in Just it. Just really working that bind. Um, honestly, I think it was listening to Satan read it and him his description of like how. Him, descri- him reading how Jill Matthews described Hansen was just, it took it over the top for me. I was like, okay, yeah. we're reading this whole fucking book. Uh, it's like, it was, it was great. Um, so here we are, page 32. I believe we left off. Uh, mid-sentence. In, in a mid-sentence, okay. Yeah. So you got to go back next week if you want to uh, figure it out. Cause There's two words
4: left in this sentence, and that is one contact. Okay. Miss Beckert remembers they interacted with kids and were not full of themselves. They appreciated the audience as much as the audience appreciated them. Now, they already established that they were, they were hanging around, like, you know, all the girls were hanging out after the shows. And that's, oh, they yeah. Were all, oh, like, they were...
3: They were uh, just selling tickets to the, on the fuck bus. I mean yeah, they asked us to say of course they were excited. I mean by excited she means rock hard. Yeah. <laughs>
4: she would know. She would know. Not Miss Becker, but Joe Matthews. Joe Matthews, yes. Yeah. I dude, I f- can forever not get the image of her on a skateboard. On a skateboard, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
3: It's, it's so good. It always it what the, the imagery kind of reminds me of like have you ever seen like the glory holes where the lady is underneath? Like the milking station? It's kind of like that, but it's like a glory hole situation.
4: Yeah, but they're milking your wiener.
3: Well, yeah, but, like, yeah, from underneath.
4: Yeah, they call that a milking station in, okay. the, in, the, in the biz.
3: In the biz. Okay, sorry. Uh, in the So, you ever see those milking station videos? I always kind of imagine that kind of a situation. Like, obviously, in between the legs of Isaac, because he's the only one that would have been tall enough. Um, but, yeah. That's what I, I always, I mean, whenever you talk about it, I'm like, oh yeah, it's that. That appreciation
4: went both ways when it came to Boomerang, their first CD. Many of the kids wanted to buy it at the end of the fuck. assembly.
3: CJ, we gotta get Boomerang t-shirts you man. You realize
4: they just released a new album, like, a few days ago? Did they? Yeah, well, the, what the fuck have what,
3: why the fuck have we been playing anything else? Holy shit. I mean, uh... It could change our whole twofer. <laughs> our twofer might be completely different now.
4: No, no. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. We'll have to remember it. I'll write it down in the notebook here. Okay. Hanson twofer. All right. The appreciation went both ways when it came to, their, it came to Boomerang, their first CD. Many of the kids wanted to buy it at the end of the assembly, but it was, it was against policy to actually sell albums at school. So what? Ike, Taylor, and Zachariah and their mom would simply pass out flyers and take orders for (laughs) boomerang, hustling
3: fucking hustlers dude i'm
4: the wife of an oil man i'm
3: the wife of an oil man well see here's the thing right is it's like you always have to do shit like that like what is it uh when we used i used to go to this club uh, a comedy club that didn't have a liquor license so what they would do was they would, you would get a ticket at the bar. You would buy a ticket at the bar, and your drink ticket you would bring to another dude who would exchange your drink ticket for whatever drink you ordered. Okay. And it was, and as long as the transaction was for the tickets and not for money. Yeah, like how they do at the fair and shit. Right. So I was like, beer I still, drink. I am a thousand percent sure that's still illegal. I'm like, yeah, so no, sure. Yeah. To do that, like, every day, <laughs> like, as a comedy club. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's funny, so I guess it... <laughs> and, like, you kind of run into another problem. It's like, but you're in a comedy club, and this is an incredibly h- hilarious crime officer. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Alright, their mom would simply pass out flyers and take orders for Boomerang. Then a week or so later, the boys themselves came back to the school to deliver the
3: albums. Of course, school assemblies. they right. come back to the school? Yeah. The balls. You couldn't even just like get mailing addresses and like mail them to people. You had to be like, "No, nah, yeah. I'm coming straight back." You some motherfucker said we couldn't sell them? Fine. Fine. <laughs> dude, she wasn't just like, "I'm the wife of an oil man." She was like, "I'm the wife of an oil man. <laughs> My name is Karen." Yeah, Karen Hansen. Hansen. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Goes full Super Saiyan. She already had the hair. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. That time period. Oh, for sure. Everybody had the Rachel. Of course, school assemblies represented only a small segment of the types of gigs the Hanson's had graduated to. On New Year's Eve, 1995, they headline Oklahoma City's opening night arts festival. An advertisement for the gig read, "Making their first appearance at opening night is Hansen a vocal trio made up of three brothers from Tulsa. Hanson performs oldies from the 50s and 60s, as well as original songs, and they're definitely not racist.
3: Wait, so it, first of all, you added that last part, but yeah. I like it. Uh, secondly, the, <laughs> the, uh, they're still doing the acapella thing. It said that they're just vocalists, if you noticed. That's what it said, yeah. But it also said cover, it also said uh, uh, originals, and we know that they didn't do originals as an cappella group.
4: I mean, I guess you could still call them a vocal trio. All three of them sing and, you know,
3: mm. voices of angels and whatnot. So, but Zach at this point is what, like, nine? He's uh-huh. nine. He was born in, like, 86. So if he's nine, how the fuck is he playing and singing? That's bullshit. He was a drummer. No way. I believe that her this the whole timeline of this story is askew.
4: I mean, dude, it's it's hard to pay attention to the clock when you're sucking all that dick, you know?
3: True. Also, I think it might that might also be uh this might also be an instance of different chapters being different settings in time. Cuz like the last chapter or that first chapter it really yeah. brought us through how they became musicians, and now this is kind of bringing us through like how they rose. So I guess I see where it's going. Never mind. You have to look at it as, I'm missing the forest for the trees. Okay, yeah.
4: I mean, it's you know, we took those time off too, so it really skewed the timeline for us. Not that I even remembered one page ago, but that's, <laughs> that's a different story. <clears throat> the performances that were probably the most fun for Ike, Taylor, and Sakura had to be those on the stage of Tulsa's Big Splash Water Park. An all water rides amusement park featuring log flumes, speed slides, and the biggest
3: wave pool in Oklahoma. Oh, let's fucking go! That's the gig. Yeah, that's the fucking that's fucking Woodstock for a ten year old. Mm. Oh yeah, I'm headlining the water park. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? It's got the biggest wave, like. If I'm a kid and my mom tells me, you're, you're headlining the water park, I'm imagining I'm setting up at the head of that motherfucker. The, I'm at the wave pool. I'm playing the wave pool. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. I mean, that's where all the bikinis get ripped off anyway. Right, exactly. And if I'm Hanson, we already know that's where their heads yeah, are. They're, yeah, they're bus minded Yeah. After they
4: sang Ike, Taylor, and Zechariah. Got to put on their bathing suits and go on all the rides. Oh, God damn it. I mean, the dead. I mean, yeah, dude, just free entry. I was like, I do sing for like an hour and then I can go fuck
3: off. I bet it's not even an hour, but yeah, that's fucking sick, dude. So sick. (laughs) I've instantly gone from like mildly mocking to just incredibly envious. I wish as a child I could have headlined a water park.
4: I could just see Jill Matthews, like, entering the water park and then realizing that Hanson's there,
3: and she's just like, this water park just got a lot wetter. Dude, she... This is... <laughs> and that's where I first encountered Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the whole next page. <laughs> oh,
6: fuck.
4: All right, last, uh, last little chunk of paragraph here. The boys had sung their... <clears throat> the boys had sung there in 1994, but the following year they had to reapply all over again when new management took over. No gods, no managers. Am I right, Hanson? Yeah, right. Hell yeah, Hanson. And it wasn't easy to rebook the gig since the new person in charge, Becky, that's all we know about the new person in charge, but I can tell you she's that, fucking, she's that a cut. She's Bitch, a
3: cut. Becky. Dude, I was right though. Their timeline's all askew. Like she's talking about 94 to 95, but she talked about headlining the New Year's Fest in 95 at uh in Tulsa. It's like, dude, what's going on here? This one was in, the the water parks in Oklahoma City and it's a year before and you brought it up after. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm just that really I mean,
4: it, I mean she basically has our our line of thought process. <laughs> this is what's happening. <laughs> oh yeah, and then <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. It's like if we wrote a book, it's just we didn't know that, yeah, we didn't get a guy to like
4: actually put the shit in order. It's just and we didn't kind of like just... if we did our own musical timeline, and we just feel kept like... jumping back and forth from ages.
3: I feel like for us, it'd be like if we wrote uh the hit like if we did a bunch of research and we did a bunch of interviews and we tried to write a book, uh an unauthorized biography of Joey Chestnut should do that oh my god we should do that i mean most of the people we we have to interview
4: were in indiana anyway right we
3: no i say fuck it we for the fun of it we just write his autobiography but we like we do it in total fan fiction mode oh absolutely he was raised Um, by wolves and shit yeah like we just i mean actually dude that's what we do we write it one page at a time on the show after hansen we write the unsolicited autobiography of joey chestnut hot
0: dog (laughs) <laughs> hot dogs <and>
3: unauthorized.
4: <sighs> all right, so mm, hot dogs
3: the best holy shit, yeah dude, mm, hot dogs that's oh my god the I say chest what, what we do is
4: i I say and then what we do is like uh we go on different people's Wikipedias and mm-hmm. just take a paragraph off of the that wikipedia that like matches the timeline of oh, age and whatnot and we then go. we just like we just rewrite mm-hmm. it
3: just a little bit to make it even stupider well we just have to fit it to make it joey like you know we just <laughs> like have to like Jews. i
4: want i want 11 year old joey chestnut to be a wikipedia article about 11 year old hitler
3: no dude or like uh or like we do it about the was it johnny cash who like cut his brother in half or whatever or killed oh, his Stevie brother. Cox. Yeah, <laughs> like we do some shit like that. Like we talk about, like we find somebody who did something like tragic as a child, and we just put it in like page. Like, you know, yeah, paragraph. like there's just
4: one thing where like his brother died and he was blinded, like Ray Charles, and then it's just <laughs> never mentioned again. For <laughs> he
3: had sight taken from him at the age of seven, and then for at the rest eight... of his life, this is guy that could see. At eight, he was accepted to Juilliard. <laughs> I'm like, uh, it'll be great. I can't wait to get started on mm, hot dogs. Anyway, that's mmm-bop to the top. Everybody's new favorite segment here at the Moron Bros show. And just like everybody's favorite uh, radio shows of ever uh, that play on Tuesdays, we do two for two for two for Tuesdays. We do two for Tuesdays here at the Moron Bros show because it is Tuesday. CJ, What's the two for this week? Uh, we're doubling
4: down on some Wixen this week. A long, long time ago, I should have checked the year, I didn't, um, he had an, an EP called Rome on Open Hand Records, you can still find it on their band camp. Uh, and he put and out a song only called, on their band camp. Yeah, as far as I can tell. Um, he put out a song called Outstanding Statesman. Uh, as the lead into to that record, um, and just uh, recently in 2020, he put out another song that um, could only be viewed as the the sequel to so outstanding
3: obvious State. when you listen yeah. to them back to back. It's so obvious, yeah. but like if you're not some if you're not a Wixen head, you wouldn't catch it.
4: Uh, so yeah, we got Matt Wixen's outstanding statesman, statesman followed by Matt Wixen's Caesar's Palace. It's a twofer. Two for, two for Tuesday. Mm. Here on the More Ambrose Show at RealPunkRadio.com. Let's check it out.
6: I was born and raised in Rome. Aqueduct could in Coliseum. Gonna eat a lot of food. Then I'll spend the afternoon down at the Vomitorium. And the world. here i look erratic tell me
7: Well I've said I want to move away And you said that everywhere's the same But despite the everything I know I would like to end up anywhere but home Up from the American dream To discover we live in a Ponzi scheme I once sang about Empire's Collapse But it's billionaires and assholes playing craps It's a fucking casino, it's not fucking casino it's not If you say pretty please It's a fucking casino, it's not wrong. It's a fucking casino, it's not wrong. It's a fucking casino.
4: Palace, Matt Wixon there. Outstanding statesman before that. Matt Wixon for yet another two for Tuesday.
3: It's. Got, what's up?
4: Oh, go for it.
3: Uh, it's our last voiceover. Uh, but before we get to Death Pool, CJ. Uh, fuck. Damn it. We should probably plan stuff out. <laughs> I was looking for this article that I was looking at before. Oh, did you I know? You, so did you know, CJ, that it is uh, ableist to not like children? Um, what is ableist exactly? So ableism uh, is to discriminate is to be discriminatory towards people who are not physically or mentally able. Um, so, like anybody who would be handicapped in any sort of way uh to discriminate against those people would be 20. The argument
4: here is are children handicapped
3: children are uh they are just as human as you and i however they are not to, as developed exactly nor, nor to, are they so so this is their handicap adult, yeah so this is their handicap so if an adult judges a child they would be considered ableist this is the theory now i disagree uh, i believe that this is one of those situations this is a woker joke situation uh, where I feel like it's a fucking joke, like it's gotta be a joke, like whoever wrote this article, their brain is broken, um because it's just like you're you're taking the idea of victimization and marginalization and like just applying it to any identity that isn't white, straight male adult it, now, I guess it, yeah <laughs> like so it's like it, i I just I can't. I don't know man i, I just it's, think no, it's that it, fucking, it's stupid
4: but they're confused. if you're trying a, to really want to get into it the argument can be made if you want but to that's, use... this is what i'm telling you when
3: we're talking about houseless and stuff like at some point no i understand but it, here's the thing is it's where it's where people are using emancipatory language they're using language that is used to uh lift up people like able like ableism right i do believe that ableism is something that like people do need to be conscious of right like you shouldn't just drop r all the time like i just don't think that that's like really that cool but like that and that's an ableist term right so unless when you, you do that what's that I said unless you're fergie. yeah unless you're fergie then like, i'm upset that you're not dropping it, cause, like <laughs> you got to stay true to the original right stay true song, to bitch. the original song why would you fucking change it but anyway you know, so it's like, I, I believe that ableism is an issue. It is a problem. It is something that, you know, obviously shouldn't just be like, oh, fuck it, whatever, ableist people, like people who would say that you're ableist are stupid. But what I do think is that, like, people who broadly, it's one of those things where if you stand for nothing, then, you know, like, you'll fall for anything. So that's what this is, is it's people who don't actually stand for anything, who's just, like, jumping on this identity politics bandwagon and trying to be like, you know, oh, I'm I am all for the emancipation and, and the equal rights of people, until the equal rights of people or until anything makes them uncomfortable. And then all of a sudden they become the most fervent conservatives on the fucking planet. Like, like like every fucking liberal is like, Oh, if you talk shit about little kids, then you're ableist. But then when you're like, okay, we want to build a homeless shelter down the road. They're like, fuck no. You know what I mean? Like this is, this is the reality of that fucking point of view that I can't get behind. Uh,
4: it's, yeah. I mean, it's, I see where how at, in the in the current. Um... I
3: see where the logic is coming yeah. from. I just yeah. don't agree. I don't, like, agree. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't agree
4: either. It's the insurrection all over again.
3: That was that was the the basically our, our this this week's version of Woker joke. Yeah. Uh, before we get, that's,
4: I mean, it's exactly what I was saying about the insurrection. Logic makes like I don't
3: agree with the logic, but like I see where they're going with it, yeah. and like yeah. I'm yeah yeah I'm in that direction for sure. But not, I'm not there.
4: Yeah, once again, it's like going to a no-effects show. Everyone okay. else there is awful.
3: <laughs> but, hey, we're here to see no-effects. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Here we go. So the last thing we do every single week here at the Moron Bros is we do our death pool. Each week we try to select somebody that we think is going to die between this show and the next. If we get it right, we will have a pizza party here on the show to celebrate them, not to... Uh, Well, maybe it depends on who it is. Maybe we're rubbing it in their face. Uh, It's not necessarily somebody, yeah, that we think is going to die. Or it's not necessarily we think that we want to die. It's somebody that we think is going to die. And as long as death is going to be a thing, you might as well get some pizza out of it. Because if you go to our social medias and you select who you think is going to die between this week and the next, and you get it right, we will door dash you a pizza. Uh... And it doesn't matter if you get it right. It doesn't matter if we get it right. It doesn't matter who gets it right. We will make a donation to the People's Pizza Party of Chicago, a nonprofit organization that brings supplies and pizza to houseless people in the city of Chicago. Even if you don't do this, definitely give them a check. CJ, last
4: week, who did we have? Uh, who did we have last week? I remember old Dick Poole. Oh, you had Tommy Lee Jones and I had Alex Jones, the Jones Brothers.
3: Oh, yeah, we did. We had the Jones Brothers. That's actually a fucking solid pick. Damn, Tommy Lee Jones. This is a good pick. I mean, both Alex both Jones. Alex yeah, not a bad pick. Lee. That guy could drop dead of a coronary any day. Yeah, he could, dude. I'm with. Him. Fuck, man. Do you know? So we live in a hell world, right? And like anything happens. I mean, we've seen that anything can happen. Do we live in the reality where where Alex Jones has a heart attack live, and like we get to <laughs> we get to- <laughs> we get to watch him die, like <laughs> like. like- if we, uh, dude, if we are in that reality, how fucking sick, like everything else almost so becomes good. worth it, dude. So. Everything. Because so far the only person that we have been able to I watch... will just climb it on
4: the news. Everybody will watch and laugh. The only... It'll bring the, it could bring the... Racism could end.
3: <laughs> if we just get to watch Alex Jones die on TV. Yeah. Jesus. Like, that's my thing is it's like karmic justice has been so few and far between in this world but seems like karma fucking hates that man and like his lawyer certainly does (laughs) yeah so that's what i'm saying so it's like we could definitely see it sorry we digress again but i just i really think that damn alex jones great pick cj yeah i would love this. oh man i just pictured him like you know full-on beating on his chest oh. yeah, exactly dude he's like i see him <laughs> just pounding on the desk and then like it's almost
4: completely purple
3: dude he's almost like one Pain's of those uh of he's head. almost like nobody's one of those... gonna help him not a single person not a single help. person there he's nobody's... almost like one of those wind up like monkeys with the with the with the symbols but it, instead his arms are just going up and down on the yeah. desk and he's just like Argh!
4: and falls over oh my god foam it out of the mouth and shit it's so
6: funny
3: dude yeah i'd play crab dance music over that shit yeah oh it'd be so great anyway
4: um this week who do we got our picks are inspired well let's let's talk about the music because the pick is really inspired yeah yeah uh we, as we we led into early in the show we have a band uh called Anal Thunder. Anal Thunder coming up first uh with my ass but but the real inspiration comes from Pizza Tramp with their song Bono's a fucking
3: cunt. And you brought this up CJ. We are so like it's so hard to find a band named after pizza that's bad. Yeah. Like it's impossible almost. I mean Here's I think all there's the probably ones I know. And, he, too, if they have a song about pizza.
4: I'm going to write down possible pizza band theme next week. Oh,
3: my week. God. Pizza bands and then pizza songs. Like, just all pizza. Yeah. No, fuck, CJ. When we get a death pool right and we have the pizza party on the show as a result of a death pool. That's when we, we do the pizza we show? We do all pizza show. Okay. We do pizza songs, pizza pizza bands, and we just... It's also, a regular pizzeria. We just have a... Yeah, it's the goddamn Sopranos up in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just cold cuts and pizzas. All fucking show. But so that, I'm
4: going uh, with Bono for my Deathpool pick.
3: I was going to say, that brings us to our picks. Bono, I'm going with The Edge. That's our Deathpool picks for this week's. So make sure to get to any of our social medias. You can go to all my links. Slash The Moron Bros Show. Uh, and you can find every link imaginable of ours from all across the internet you can go and like follow subscribe do all of that fun stuff go and check us out on twitch after the show if you're listening to us live right now on real punk radio uh if you are not listening to us live on real punk radio and you're listening to the podcast make sure to go follow the the twitch and you'll get uh you'll get notifications every time we go live
4: yeah we got anal thunder with my ass pizza trump with bono's a fucking cunt You're listening to the Moron Bros Show here at RealPunkRadio.com.
3: We will see you guys next week. Uh, Come on back here to the Moron Bros. My name is Keegan. I'm CJ. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. (laughs)